All right. So today we're going to be talking about drugs. And I love drugs. No, I'm just kidding. I don't love drugs. Bad for your kids. Don't do them. All right. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Let's just play it out of that. But I am going to talk about drugs today. And not just drugs, but the biggest drug dealers ever that was around. And which is the Mexican cartel. We're going to be talking about the Mexican cartel today, right? Right yep. here. Oh, sorry. Forgot to introduce myself. My name is Justin Mainville. Right beside me, I got... Riley Asyam. And we are going to be talking about the Mexican cartel. All right? So let's just first start off with the man that started this. His name was El Chapo. That was his famous name. And he was... He was it was just phenomenal with all the the type of equipment that he had, the amount of money that he made, and the type of organization of the money that was invested in this organization. I'm gonna explain that later. But the man was just phenomenal, all right? He he his net worth was four billion dollars, okay? Four billion dollars that's literally one of the almost richest men in the world. I wish I had $4 billion. I wish I had $4 billion, too. But it's up to you if you want to start doing it, but I ain't doing it. <laughs> um, and this also, what was dangerous about him that is that he did not care about people's lives. He did not care if, if he had a family with kids. He would go to your house and shoot your kids and your wife if you didn't pay him his money. And if you still do it and didn't do it, he'd be going through torture. That's the way he was. And when I was scrolling through the internet, I seen pictures like him tying people on a bridge with their legs cut off, or you'd have a picture of them with all their heads cut off into the side of a wall, because and then it would say underneath, these are the men that didn't pay their debt, you know, crazy stuff like that. And I'm telling you, it, it startles you when you just looking at the pictures, all right? Um, this whole organization was a $25 billion organization. And just right there, just hearing about it, you know where the way it's going to be dangerous. And it was all like, uh, it was all like kind of drugs like cocaine, cannabis, meth, heroin, uh, crack. I'm sure they had fentanyl involved. And like, it, it was just crazy. And, and the U.S. had to get involved because... These people that were working for the Mexican cartel were tra trafficking drugs to the U.S. You know, U.S. is probably their, their, their main seller because it's the most populated country in the world, I believe, right? No. No, it's not. Sorry. But it is their main seller because it's closest to them. I want to tell you that. It's the closest to them with the most people. And there's a lot of rich people in the U.S., all right? Like uh, 350 million people. I'm sure oh, well over half of them were buying off him. And um, he had a big group of people that worked for him. They were so big that the Mex just 20,000 Mexican soldiers were fighting against the Mexican cartel. That's how big they were. Plus all the police officers that worked in Mexico. So, I mean, it's all, it's all serious stuff like that. What do you think, Riley, about... Uh, this Mexican cartel and all other cartels. What do you what do you think? What what's your thoughts on this? 
Personally, I think that he was probably the dangerous simply because of the time that we're currently living in. All previous drug cartels didn't have technology that competes with today's technology. Right. El Chapo is a recent drug cartel person, and he probably won't be the last, but he will certainly be known as one of the most dangerous right. because of the time that we currently live in. Um, Al Capone was another drug cartel in the past, but he didn't have a candle to what El Chapo has done he simply because... Even, he didn't even have a spark to, compared to what El Chapo was Simply like. because of the technology that they were in. The most that they had were very, very basic cars, like the, the Model T from Ford, to transport stuff around. And if uh, there was no fast way to alert people or police that they were doing anything, unlike today, and just thinking about that, that... And they have all the CIA and uh, FBI today, and they're still having a hard time shutting yeah, down this operation. Because, because the Mexican cartel have the technology, the same technology of what the CIA has. They have exactly the same technology. And what I mean by technology is tracking devices. They can track you down in no time. They can track your phone just like the police can. They can, they can access through anything. If you didn't pay your debt, there is no way from running from them, even if you're... You thought you were going to be in a safe place because they're going to find you, and and other drug dealers and people like Pablo Escobar and like the person you said, they they weren't even close to the amount of technology Mexican cartel had. And I I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to tell you the truth, all right? Because El Chapo he went to jail in 2014, and he was in there. He wasn't even in there for that long, and he escaped, and they found him again in 2016. And when they found him, it was crazy because, like, if, if, he, if he was going to be bailed, that wouldn't have been a problem for him. That would have been pff, no problem. $4 billion? Piece of cake, right? But he escaped his jail from digging through a shower with a spoon, all right? Like... <laughs> You may think he's a smart man. You may hate him, but he I'm going to admit he's very smart. Mm -hmm. And he knew how to get away from the police a lot. It was just, it was not a problem for him. And the funny part is, he, I, 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 I took some research about him, and there was lots of explaining. He used to work in a tobacco field. He went to school. He did everything. And then all of a sudden, there was a connection with one of his family members, Selling marijuana, and that's where it all started. That was his spark, and he loved it, and he made good profits off it. And he was a teenager; he was selling a lot, and it came to the point where he wanted to make his own, almost like his own companies or his own organization. And that's when the Mexican cartel came out, and that's when the spark started. And for for civilized people, normal civilians, that's when it went downhill. But for him, it went uphill. So really, it all comes down to that. So I'm going to end it off here. And um, I mean, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Simple as that. Don't do drugs. Don't get involved with drugs. And Espe your Especially Mexican drugs. Exactly. Don't keep away from those. And pay your debt because even if it's not a drug cartel, there's some crazy people out there. So pay your debt. Don't do drugs. Simple as that, you'll have a happy life. 
That's about it for me. You got anything to say, Riley? No, I think you said it all, Justin. Thanks for all listening. Right. Thank you.